What's up, world? Welcome to The Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I'm feeling inspired. How are you feeling, Tim? I'm definitely feeling inspired. I'm feeling inspired because I'm going first today because I'm inspired by my positive news story. I just want to switch things around. And I'm going to do this by asking you a question, Tim. Define athlete for me. Athlete. That's a tough one. I guess a simple answer would be somebody that does any type of movement more than, I don't know, (laughs) exercising more than twice a week. I don't know. Athlete. Okay. I don't know. That's a tough question. Moving more than twice a week. Tim's, Tim's got a little more. Keep going. I def, let's see, a, a dedicated athlete, somebody doing something extraordinary, some type of sport extraordinarily, So consistently. Would you consider someone that ran a, in a marathon, completed marathons, would you consider them an athlete? Absolutely. What about somebody that played basketball every single week? Would you consider them an athlete or Absolutely. athletic? Absolutely. What about somebody that was skiing all the time? Would you consider yeah, them an athlete? Yeah. What about somebody playing it. golf all the time? Golf is borderline, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what about somebody doing all four at once? Running, golf, basketball. And skiing. Skiing? What sport is you, this? What kind of endurance? No, games? he's doing what all of them. This? He's doing all of them. Oh, he's yeah, just switching back athlete. and forth. Super athlete. I'm glad you feel that way. So my positive inspirational story is about a gentleman by the name of Doug Dillard. Doug Dillard was a normal kid, all that fun stuff until he turned 18. When he turned 18, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and he faced the reality of muscle weakness and tightness. He reflects in those early days, he's man, something isn't right. He tried to be resilient, tried to be resilient, kept pushing. He was able to walk with a cane. But after 11 years of it, he was just like, man, age has taken over. I can't do this anymore. So he made a decision to be in a wheelchair full time. And he says that was one of the best decisions he's ever made because whenever he got in the wheelchair, it inspired him to do more, not less. So he started, co-founded a nonprofit called Be Able. Be Able is based out of Houston. Mission statement of Be Able is to create and advocate for an adaptive community where differently abled work towards achieving their fitness goals. Beautifully said. So whenever Doug ended up getting in his wheelchair, he was like, man, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to keep pushing. So since then, he's, I'm going to do everything that people say I can't do in a wheelchair. The fourth sports he's thought about were marathons. Because when people think marathon, they think running. And he's, I'm going to do it in a wheelchair. I'm going to push 26.2 miles. That's pretty hard. He thought basketball, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go play basketball. I can still shoot. These arms still work perfectly fine. He thought skiing, set up a little monoski, ski down, which skiing is already hard on its own. I don't know how he's pulling that off. But his biggest love, he does every week in his golf. He's I'm going to beat you in golf. And he has made all of those happen. Since being in a wheelchair, you want to guess how many marathons he's completed, Tim? How many? Four? 4D. Oh, wow. That's impressive. That caught me off guard. 4D marathons. Plays basketball 
all the time, but golf's his biggest love. Winter, he skis, plays basketball during the week, but he tries to golf every single day. He says basketball helps you with running because I'm not really running, I'm pushing. So that's marathon training. But golf, I build clubs, customize them. I go out there and people are like, oh, I'm going to beat you. He's like, no, you're not. Not going to happen. He sets up and drives. And he's I can outdrive almost anybody. Goes out and beats people in tournaments in a wheelchair. Got a community of people with Be Able. And they go out and they go out in the community. And anyone that has any form of disability, they're like, hey, come with us. Be a community with us. We'll do events together. We'll go do sports together. We're going to make you feel like you're not alone. And then we're going to go out in the community. We're going to advocate for more, just more sidewalks. Anything that helps anyone that has any sort of physical element get around, like automatic doors and stuff like that. So they're giving back to help people in their everyday lives and inspiring them that you can still be fit and athletic and be an athlete, even if you have some sort of disability. I think it's really inspirational. And I wanted to talk about it here. Yeah, man. Shout out to Be Able. That's actually really cool. We don't have anything like that around here that I know of in the Oklahoma City area, which I think would be really awesome to have something like that here. So hopefully somebody out here is listening and they'll start something like that here, man. That's super, super awesome. Definitely an inspirational story. Or be able to get so big that they make they it worldwide. Worldwide. Kind of like our new logo, Tom. Bars. Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stress of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. I encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Grateful for heaters because, boy, it's been cold. There's nothing better than like having to or being in a building where you can actually take off your jacket because we definitely have some buildings in our company where I'm leaving my jacket on. Let's just say that. I was in a building today. It was hot. It was like 70 degrees and hot. Man, I was hot for 20 minutes and then I got cold real fast once I took that jacket off. It's not where it's at. See, I'm actually grateful for Oklahoma weather. There's this thing on your phone that tells you the average temperature. And in Oklahoma, there's never a month that has an average temperature, average high temperature, less than 50 degrees or like 10 degrees, which is insane. That means we never have a month that's averages less than 40 degrees or around freezing. It's always the high of 40, 50, 60 every month of the year. If you're using Celsius, that means every single day it's around 10, 11 degrees at high, even January, December, February, doesn't matter. To give an example of what Tim's complaining about, December 1st through 24th, I wore shorts every single day to work. Literally every single day. And then it got cold this past couple of weeks, and we can't handle it as Oklahomans. We walk collectively can't handle it. Yeah. It went from 50 degrees to negative 17 windshield. It was, what are we supposed to do with this? There was no adjustment, no acclimation. It was straight just, ah, it's cold now. That's the downside of Oklahoma. 50 degree weather temperature shifts in two days. And that 50 degree average, it's 100 degrees one day, and then it could be maybe 10 <laughs> degrees the next day. We never know. We never know. Yeah, we don't know in the winter. We don't know in the summer it's going to be hot, though. But still, that's pretty. It's a pretty warm climate compared to like most of the rest of the world. So we can't complain too much. Indeed. 
It's like ice for six hours. That was it. <laughs> it's slushy now. Six hours of ice. Oh, a burden. See, that's why I'm grateful for it. Facts. What do you uh, have for your inspirational story, Tim? Man, I'm going all the way to Japan for my inspirational story. So I have this woman. Her name is Tomoko Oshimo. She's 53 years old. She also goes by Tomo-chan. And Tomo-chan, she is awesome. So she is from Hiroshima. She came to Japan, and she's in the capital of Japan. And she has this stand called Tomo-chan, and it's a fresh produce stand. She sells fruit from her farm, which is in Yorwasa. Hopefully I'm not butchering that too much. Yorwa, her and her son, they go over there. They're farming. They pick the fresh produce, and she returns Early in the morning, drops the fruit off at that stand, and she leaves, goes back to the farm to go to work. How this works is this stand has an old mailbox where you can pay for your food. It's like 100 yen to get some fresh produce out of there. She sells it for super cheap, which is amazing for the community. A lot of elders, they stop by and they buy fresh produce from there. She sells it around other supermarkets that sell produce for way more, by the way, as well. But she's not targeting the elders in the community. She's actually targeting the youth. So whenever she was younger, she remembered her struggles, right? And she hears all these stories whenever she's talking to these young people, how much they're struggling. And she wants to be there for them. So she left a sign that says that to the youth, Tomo-chan is here for you. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to worry about your future. You can come over here and you can buy some food. And that's exactly what the youth do. Every now and then... People get to see her since she comes so early and drops off the food. She leaves, and most people don't get to see her or talk to her. But every now and then, she shows up late, and some of the youth actually get to talk to her that are buying fresh produce from there. And they talk to her about their story, and a lot of the times they thank her. They let her know, thank you so much. Without you, I wouldn't know what to do. Both of my parents are sick. I came here with nothing, and I'm struggling going to school. So your market is saving our lives. I thought this story was amazing. All because she had a heart of gold. A lot of people, when we do things for our communities or whenever we do stories, a lot of people are targeting the elders, but she's thinking about the youth and she's giving back one by farming, doing something that she loves. Oh, let me go back and talk about how she was broke, by the way. When she grew up poor, she ended up getting into real estate. Her personality was like natural for sales. She ended up making enough money where she bought herself a house. She, I think she bought herself a diamond watch as well. And then she thought about what else do I want? She couldn't think of anything else. So she decided, you know what, with the money that I made in real estate, let me go ahead and give back. So she went back to the community that she knew. She built the stand for the youth that she knew needed help, just like whenever she was younger. And that's exactly what she's doing in her quote unquote retirement. She's just working to survive. She's not working for more and she's enjoying everything about it. She says for the first time in her life, she's actually living. I thought that was super amazing to hear, man, because we all want these material things, but every now and then you come across a story like hers who realizes her purpose and she's going out there doing something she loves. She's teaching her son great core values. And on top of that, she's helping out a community of the youth. And we all know the youth are awesome on the Positive Truth Podcast, but it starts because of women like Tomo-chan out here saving the world. So to me, she's definitely up for Positive Truth Person of the Year because I just haven't heard of a story like this. Somebody that was making all the money that she wanted and realized, you know what, I don't want anything else, so I'm just going to go ahead and give back. And farming is not easy, JP. We both know this. Farming is not easy. So the fact that she is doing this day in and day out, working 12, 13, 14-hour days just to help feed her community, it's beautiful to me, man. So shout out to Tomo-chan, a.k.a. Tomoko Oshimo. Are you really working 14-hour days if you're getting gratification and giving back? 
it's not work if you're enjoying it every single day. I think there's a quote that says something like that, right? You're the <laughs> quote guy. guy. Poor Tim. I will say all those fancy things, the fancy car, the fancy necklace, the fancy diamond watch. It's great to want those things, but the second you get them, oh, that's it. Giving back keeps giving back each time, gives back to the other person, gives back to you. And you realize this is much more fulfilling than that diamond watch. And that's real inspiration right there. Tu sabes. We appreciate everyone for listening. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? There's always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. So be the light just like they were. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.